everyone, this is Tiffany Wilson, Tyree Wilson's better half, and you are now listening to Locked Pop Talks. Now back to the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Lock Pop Talks. I am your host, Tyree. And as always, please like, share, subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us grow, reach more people, more standards, more men and women who are not only trying to increase and and gain the upper hand to their personal and self-development, but and also find a deep, unique and significant way in order to make themselves a better person than they were the day before. Again, I want to thank you all for being here and for taking the time to listen to what it is that I have to say. And shout out to the new subscribers and old subscribers. You guys have, as always, kept me real humble and appreciative to the opportunity that God has given me, which is to share my information to marriage restoration and what I personally went through and to be able to help those who may have questions, concerns, or comments on getting to where they need to be in order to have restoration in their lives as well. So, I don't know if you guys have heard um, the last couple episodes I've had. Most of my podcasts are, are kind of like set off of the blog posts that I write. So they sound, um, you know, a little bit more clear, a little bit more crisp. However, tonight we're going to go off the cuff a little bit because I have a lot of topics on my mind. A lot of great topics that I will get to in due time. However, today I just kind of wanted to uh, share a little bit more without referring to a blog post or anything like that and you guys let me know what do you think i'm gonna be critiquing myself um afterwards but you let me know what you think you know with a blog post without a blog post um and you know obviously i'll do both it doesn't really matter and um the goal of it really is like i said to critique myself and to try to get um a better understanding to my workflow and my upload schedule like what really works best for me what really works best for the channel what works best for the podcast and how we can get um, a little bit more practice how I can get a little bit more practice with delivering my speech and my content to you the listener so um, I had a great weekend Um, I had a couple coaching calls but one specifically came to me um, well yeah that it came to me that um, I felt like needed to some of the information from the coaching call needed to be shared here on the podcast and this is something that a lot of uh women and men and i'm explaining the two different groups as to why i add men and women to these groups um are dealing with a spouse a prodigal spouse that wants a divorce okay or may have been in a divorce and making things a little bit more difficult than they should be but most of these men and women who fit into these two categories are always upset a little bit frustrated and just downright confused to the point of giving up on their marriages they want to give up on standing for their spouses whether it be in a divorce or in a separation these two groups are ready to give up and they and um whether they decide to give up or not kind of depends on the decisions that they make and the different perspectives that they take from me when I have these coaching calls with them. And the first group I want to talk about is one for the men. This group of the men is I'm going to call the daddy types. For, for the daddy types out here, um, you guys are in a relationship with a woman or partner, whatever the case may be, who has a real hard time making decisions in their life. 
they're real hard at deciding um, what they're going to stand for, what they're not going to stand for, what would they do to be a people pleaser, what they're not going to do. And sometimes those spouses seems to seem to bring the daddy types, all their issues and all their problems, and they just expect daddy to fix it. Well, if you're a daddy type husband, daddy type spouse, you've got a couple things working for you and a couple things working against you. The first thing that's working for you is you care enough. All right. You care enough. So that's the first step. And in a marriage, caring is important. You have to have those things. If you're not willing to care for your spouse, then chances are you will not be married very long. Number two is that you have the resources. You have the resources to take care of whatever the issue may be. You have the vocabulary, the education, the insight, um, the the passion in order to take care of what it is that you're being requested for, whether your wife or your partner, even your children, they ask you for whatever it is that they need and you jump to it and you'll go get it. You jump to it and you go get it. And if you, the daddy type, does not have it, then you're willing to put in the work or put in the uh, creativity, whatever it takes to get that said thing, whatever it is that you need to do to solve the problem because you are a daddy type provider. What's working against the daddy type providers is one real big thing that's working against the daddy type providers. And it's a double edged sword. It's because you're protecting. You're overprotective. You're like helicopter dad. There is too much that your practical spouse needs to do on their own that you will not allow them to do because you're trying to protect them for something. Now, that is very valiant. It's very powerful. It's very uh, it can be loving in a sense. However, you are making them skip out on the best part about being an adult, and that's making their own choices. That's why a prodigal spouse, when they decide they want a divorce, they will go through it. They will burst through that door like like it ain't no thing. They'll do things that hurt the children. They'll do things that hurt you. They will do things that will hurt everybody else. And if you even try to call them out on it, all they're going to say is they did it to get away from you. They did it to get away from your control. They say they, they did it to get away from you smothering them. The only people that feel smothered who are always saying that they feel smothered is a brat. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what it is. A brat says that you're being smothered. Now, is it possible to smother someone who's not a brat? Yes. However, the first one to speak up is the brat because as soon as they don't get what they want, guess who the guess who the enemy is? The dad. Daddy type men, husbands out there, protectors and providers, you have one thing working against you and that's your overprotectiveness there is a way to guide that overprotectiveness and temper it into something that is manageable non-suffocating and can release you from being um, frustrated during your own stand regardless of what it is that your spouse is talking about what they want to do to you what they're trying to do in the in the relationship what just doesn't make any sense beating that type or tempering it in some kind of way will benefit you in the long run. Ladies, I have not forgotten about you. This is one that you guys, uh, that ladies, I hear it. I don't necessarily see it all the time, but th it is a thing. It's still a thing here in 2019 as of recording this podcast. This is a big thing that a lot of women, either on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever they, wherever you are, this is a big thing that I hear what you guys are going through, and this is this is pretty generalized, but I do understand that there are groups of women who do not fall under this category, and this category is this, the mama types. 
that's right we have the daddy types and we got the mama types now do do either one of these groups want to exist absolutely not in fact if you called them who they were you would not get a favorable response however the mama types the ones have to they, they suffer the same fate as the daddy types out here they want to protect they want to provide they want to do this they want to do that they can be smothering they can be um, a little they can be overprotective they can be helicopter moms they can be um man what's a good word that i'm looking for oh man it's crazy well i'm gonna have to skip it i'll come back to it but anyway the overprotective moms always have to they feel like or feel that um or, or feel like they're being manipulated and they feel like they're being taken advantage of and i want you to know that if you are feeling that way 90 percent of the time it's because you are you are being manipulated and you are being taken advantage of. That's what moms are. No matter what denomination or, 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 or racial background you are as a mother, mothers have innate skills and abilities, and that is to take care of their young the best way they know how, whether it be as tender loving as they can or to be fiercely loving as they can. That's something that all women, that most women go through. And because of that, the man that you're married to has not stepped into or been allowed to step into the role of being a man. He's a grown boy that you allow to stay in your in your life. And because he needs things from you or things that only you can provide because he is a loving husband, because you don't want to hurt his feelings, you have yet to stand your own ground and you bend to his will. Now, I've heard all about submission and obeying um, to your husband, as it is said in the Bible, as they said, and marriage vows and, and all that. But submission is really something that can be earned. Okay? E even, even, man, even people who are into, and I'm going to say it, you guys, because it's hard. I'm afraid to say it, but I have to say it. Even people who are into, like, the kinky lifestyle or sexy lifestyle, those type of people understand submission on a level that even married people will never, ever reach. And that is earning someone's submission through trust. Now, I'm sorry to use that crude example, and I won't dive too deep into it because I want to get I want to stay on track here about what's going on. When you are submitting or choose to obey somebody on that level, it's because you have established yourself as somebody that they can count on, but cannot but does not will not allow them to live under if you catch my drift for women who harbor men who who they wish they were something better they meet a lot of good guys out in the world but then they go home to a husband that they wish would be better than what he was uh or that he could do something better with his life that man will never submit or obey to that type of thinking and it's only because you have not submitted or obeyed to what it means to lead in your own relationship to be a co-partner or to be the leader in your relationship and that's and that's based off of example see if you don't if you don't require your husband to step up or you don't allow him to, uh, back down and allow him to step up or empower him with positive affirmation or positive uh reinforcement that gets him to kind of like uh lean on the skills that he has well then you're only gonna get 
you're only going to get the things that he's proud of himself doing and if he's proud of his wife because of what she does for him then you will always be the thing that he leans on the thing that he turns to the thing that he just does not have to move forward in life with because he's using you the mommy types are being are in danger of being manipulated and taken advantage of and i know there's a whole world of conversation that we could have about that you guys there's a whole uh type of deep conversation that one i'm willing to have and and i can help with that all you have to do is click down in the description box if you um click on my link it will add you to our online website at www.tyreewilson.com you can book a session with me 30 minute call and we can talk about ways how to help you get out of that hole and funk of feeling depressed and confused and angry about what's going on with your stand and move you in a way and angle you in a way that god can then walk with you and pull you out and continue down your journey of standing for your spouse in a more positive and empowering way i brought up this podcast because there is more to you. There's more to this marriage. There's more to this relationship than what's happening. And a lot of adults are learning things real late in the game. They feel like it's too late, that it's gone too far away, and they're running to file divorce. They're running because they believe that, well, if I can't make it with you, then I can't make it with anybody. I, I can't make it. I can't make it. And the daddy types and the mommy types are going out there and they're saying, but wait, I can do this. But wait, I can do that. But wait, but wait. Stop. Don't go out there for that. Don't chase after someone who is unwilling to make a decision and stick by it. For someone who can't decide if they want to be with you with both feet in the pool, there's nothing to chase. See, because as long as the enemy has one hand on their wrist and one and you've got the other hand and they're being led by the enemy, they're going to fight you with everything that they got. Not physically fight you. Maybe they will physically fight you, in which case I want you to stop right now. Do not get into physical alter altercations with your prodigal spouse. But the fight is not a physical and it's not a it's not a heartfelt fight. This is an attack on the mind. An attack on the mind happens when a prodigal spouse feels like, feels and thinks that something better is waiting for them. Or if it's not something better, that if they try to do better, things would not work out. You might be the daddy and mommy protective in the relationship to a person, to a partner, to a, and an adult who feels like anything that they do in life will not matter. And, it, and whatever they set out to do will not work. And you're jumping the gun and you're saying, but this and but that, but I can do this and I can do that. And you don't have to worry about it. This is that. That is so valiant of you. It's valiant. And I'm proud of you for wanting to say something and do something about those situations when they arise. But you have to lead in a different way. You have to help in a different way. I'll give you guys, um, I'll give you an example so that I'm not being asked to not be too vague um, on this episode. So let's say um, your husband comes home, ladies, your husband comes home and 
he's real upset about what happened at work maybe some something tra uh, transgression happened between him and another co-worker you know he comes home and he's like or or you know what or maybe he's getting a new job position or something he tried out for a new job position and he didn't get it so he comes home and he's angry and he says you know what i just can't stand not being able to move on with my life i want to do things within my in my career i feel like i'm smart enough and other people don't appreciate it and they're not saying anything and they're not recommending me i just can't take it anymore and what you might do is Listen, because you're a good woman, you're a good mom, because you live with a good mom, listens to their child when they comes home, when they come home and they have everything to say and you sit there and you listen and you listen and you listen and then you want to make them feel better. Honey, okay, well, listen, I can make you something to eat. Um, I, I put on that nice stuff, you know, that nice body spray that you really like, or maybe later on tonight I can help you feel a little bit better. Valiant and bravo. You're doing the things that a wife does, right? <laughs> so it seems. But a wife can reach a different level to her husband that's deeper, even deeper than ever before. I want you to do this the next time. Something along those lines happen. Try this on for size. <clears throat> I understand and I see that what happened at work has you so upset. I can see that. Let's sit down and talk about how we can get you to a place that will support you, that will encourage you to do better and to have a better career and more fulfilling career. Does that sound good? Now, you guys let me know what you think about that. In the event that that happens, I know that this is still about prodigal spouses and stuff like that. Let me tell you, there are a lot of people who still speak to their prodigal spouses. A lot of prodigal spouses still call up their ex-husbands or ex-wives or separated wives and separated girlfriends, and they complain about their life. And you want to listen, you want to be there, you want to feel great about them, and you want them to know that there's no drama with you because you're a good person and that you've been working with God, and that's what it is. However, if you're ever in the energy to... Uh, direct things in a certain light in a certain way then use what I just said to you that'll work for you right then and there for the fellas because I'm not gonna forget you guys I'm not gonna forget you your wife or your your spouse or your ex-wife and they're upset about mm, let's say something that their mother said to them you know what my mother talked to me about you. This is what this is what the what the wife may say. You know what? My mom brought brought you up, and then she brought me up, and she talked about how we how I just made a terrible decision leaving you. How I made just a stupid, uh, a stupid remark about how you were towards me and the kids that she never saw that I should have never left you to begin with. But you know what? She just doesn't really understand. She just doesn't know where we are, and some men hear that because they're the, the prodigal spouse will use those type of those type of personal affirmations to impose on you that you have not that you are um, may not be solely to blame but you are always part of the problem that you are always part of the problem as if anything that they do could not be handled without you being absent in the first place i'm gonna tell you what to say <clears throat> and here we go in the event that something like that happens honey your mother is wrong <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it was. 
Why? Because when an interaction happens between a family member and your spouse, what they're doing is imposing what they've gone through and maybe even a generational curse that they've had to put up with all their life. So your spouse may have used you as a sacrificial lamb in the marriage. However, they have always been trying to get away from judgment from their family. And they have rebelled. A divorce can happen because of rebellion. And it's sad that that happens. And I feel like that's that's an infliction of the enemy. A divorce happening out of rebellion. I talked about that in my last podcast, or or the spirit of that, if you guys, you know, listen to it, where, um, no, not the last one, I think it was like two podcasts ago, and I was talking about how my wife got into an, got to an argument with her mother, and how she came upstairs and just word vomited all over the, all over the room when she was talking to me about her mom, and at the end of the conversation, I asked her a deep question, and her response was, I'm not a child, and, uh, That right there set the tone for me to continue to stand for my marriage because I was able to get to a point or have my wife lead me to a point where she was open enough to say something like that, to finally get her frustrations out. You can't do that for them when you're a helicopter parent. You can't do that as a helicopter spouse. When you're a daddy and mommy type, you don't, you, all you do is you're jumping and you're trying to solve the problem, jumping to solve the problem, jumping to solve the problem, except understanding that your spouse was never a child. They're not children. And if they are behaving like one, then they have to come out of that themselves. And if they won't come out of it themselves, then you treat them with kit gloves until they do. Don't you do not have to answer every problem, every beck and call that they have. They need to start making a decision. They need to stand up for themselves, too, or they will ruin your life and your stand and their own lives because of their rebellion and because of their procrastination. And it's for and and because of their lack of self-respect. If they don't work on themselves, you can pray until the cows come home. They're not ready for you. Now, they're not ready for you. So that's going to do it for today's episode, you guys. If you so uh, so can, and please share, like, subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to click the links down in the description. I'm also going to leave my booking information, how you can book with me for a 30-minute relentless session. So we can get on the phone, get in touch, and learn from one another. Until next time, you guys, God bless.